Welcome back to the Old Personal Podcast, where we turn the good old saying, nothing personal, just business, upside down. And we prove how, in fact, it's all personal. Nothing is just business. Because it's how we use our personal skills every day that makes us happy, both at home or at work. And here we go to prove that learning is not an event but a habit. My guest today is Flo Zurkinden, who for nearly a decade has been a health and wellness professional, endurance athlete, certified personal trainer, and nutrition specialist. During this time, not only has she learned the importance of taking care of others around you, but more importantly, taking care of one's own self. She now wakes up each day with a growing passion to teach, mentor, and coach all those around her the power of self-care and emotional fitness. She specializes in showing anyone who is ready for real change how easy it is to shift their mindset and take the time to replenish their spirit so they can serve others from the overflow and create the outcomes that they truly deserve. It's a story of becoming, from a stay-at-home mom to a professional athlete, a story of how running can mean freedom, of how you decide in the blink of an eye who you want to become, and how you get to serve the same purpose in life you imagined as a kid, only a little bit differently. Find out about the definition of emotional fitness and the top three emotional fitness skills that Flo discovered for herself and which she believes in wholeheartedly. Ready, steady, go. Flo, welcome to the All Personal Podcast. Thank you, Roxana. It's so good to to have you here because I was very much looking forward to our conversation today uh, just because I think we have a lot in common in the way (laughs) we look at things. And so I wanted to start by asking you, how did you get to do what you're doing now? What was your journey so far? So uh, my journey actually started in a small country nestled in the Alps in Central Europe. I was born and raised in Switzerland, Um, Mm -hmm. grew up in a small town. And uh, when I was about six years old, my family relocated to uh, Larchmont, New York for about 10 months. Mm -hmm. Then we ended up returning to Switzerland where um, we lived for another 14 years. And um, when I was 22, I ended up moving back to the East Coast. I got married and uh, I basically started what I believed would be a a fresh start in my life. And fortunately, and I say fortunately, you know, things didn't go the way I planned them to go. Um, Mm -hmm. 
which is a little awkward because you know most of the times we want things to go the way that um that we plan them to but um i i truly you know i'm in a place right now where i have so much um self awareness and understanding for where i am and um and i'm just i'm really blessed um mm-hmm. growing up in switzerland was was very tough um i i went through a lot of uh, difficulties and struggles growing up um all the way from uh when i was about 10 years old all the way to uh about you know my 20s mm-hmm. um and uh i've i've had a lot of um things that i had to overcome and and work on and it's literally been uh just a complete roller coaster. My life has been a complete roller coaster. Um, but I'm I'm really thankful for um for for everything that's mm-hmm. happened to me. Do you think that the roller coaster um shaped you and the person you became when you were twenty two or later on, or what was the did it have any contribution and what was the contribution to to helping build yourself? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and, and every single struggle that I've been through um, <laughs> has absolutely helped shape the person that I am today. And I truly believe that if it weren't for all those tough times, um, you know, I would I would actually be a very different person, and I probably would be a very unhappy person. <laughs> um, and and that's not the case today. So absolutely, it's definitely shaped me um, into right. into who I am. It's interesting to to hear you say that because um, I think it it was in one of the uh, the one of the previous podcasts, um, the previous episodes, uh, I was talking to to somebody about this exact same thing that, you know, we plan for things to happen the way we see them unfolding. And then when they don't happen the way we imagined they would, we are disappointed and we mm-hmm. think that things go bad. And mm-hmm. actually... Um, maybe most of the times we also are surprised when we see that the things we thought were bad for us turn into something even better than what we could have imagined. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, because you have this, this, um, I'd say very rare combination of, being an endurance athlete and coach and a health and wellness professional. How did you get to do that? When did you discover, did you just wake up one morning thinking, hey, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? How did this happen for you? You know, it's a great question. I actually did wake up one day. I I absolutely did. I woke up one day. I at the time I was living uh in uh in Pennsylvania and I still live in Pennsylvania. I just lived in a in a different mm-hmm. home. Uh but I was a stay-at-home mom. Uh I had two kids at the time. It was in the summer of 2008. 
So my kids were three and one year old. Um, I had put them down for a nap and I remember going down the stairs and sitting on my porch. And as I sat on my porch, I literally saw my beautiful, gorgeous neighbor just running down the street. And she was wearing a black skirt and a pink tank top and she looked fabulous. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, my goodness, like she, she just looks so happy. You know, she just, she was laboring, but she was so intense. And there was something about her that I just wanted so badly at the time. And I said to myself, that's it. I'm going running tomorrow. And that's how I started running. And it's, it's absolutely crazy. You know, many times we're, we're, you know, something much more, I guess, inspiring happens to us and things like that. Right. But I, I just, I never thought this was going to happen to me, but, you know, I, I was going through life was, was so hard. Mm-hmm. Life was so hard. And that day just literally changed my life. I, you know, laced up my shoes the next day. Um, and I just went for a run and it wasn't, it wasn't great. I I was the the least athletic person that you could ever um, meet. I had never, you know, played any sports. Um, I had just never even enjoyed sports uh, mm-hmm. in my life. I, I was the artsy kid. I played the piano for 10 years. Um, I painted. I loved to paint, but sports was not my thing. And I just have no idea why I just, I just, you know, went running that, that next day. And I, from that moment, I just, I never, I never looked back and I've, I've been learning so much, um, and building so many skills through the Mm -hmm. sport that it has just completely transformed my life. Okay. But how do you go from, from deciding, okay, I'm going to start running. And that's, you know, that's the kind of epiphany that we all wish we have at some point, yeah. right? Just sitting there on a porch and just seeing what you want to do. Yeah. But how do you, so how did you get from doing that for yourself? Because you decided to do that for yourself. This is what you wanted to do. I did, but, but from from that to actually turning in turning it into something that you do as a, a as a job as a business, mm-hmm. and, and you do for others. So how how did that go? Well, that's that's definitely the most beautiful thing that has come out of it is that you know running running is a very it's a tough sport. It's it's something that typically when I meet people, they either love it or they hate it. It's a very mental sport. It requires tremendous patience and a lot of mindset skills. Um, And typically when I talk to people about the sport, um, many tell me that they're just, they just can't enjoy it because Mm -hmm you have to constantly be in your head in a way. Um, and that's a place that a lot of times we don't like to be. Um, we don't, we, you know, we, and, and I'm not saying that it's 
it's it's it's just that because running has really you know when i started to run for me it just equated freedom um it was just something that i could do for myself and it really opened a lot of doors um you yeah. know just to give you a little explanation my situation was was difficult i was you know, stay at home mom. And all I did was cook and clean and take care of my kids. And I didn't have any friends. I was extremely sheltered. And I had literally felt like I had lost my identity as a person, as a woman. And I didn't know who I was anymore other than, you know, the wife and the mother. And I think a lot of us uh, mothers go through this unfortunately we sort of lose our identity and from the moment I stepped out and went running I truly felt that that freedom that mm -hmm. you know wow you know th this is something that is going to take me somewhere that you know I didn't know I didn't have any idea of like where it was going to take me but it just was such a strong feeling that I believe stayed with me and, and still does to this day. So how long did you start to run for? And then how did you get to this in to becoming an endurance athlete? So I actually started um, just, I ran, I ran down the street. I didn't even time myself, nothing. I just went to run. And when it started hurting, I stopped. Mm -hmm. And, okay. uh, and, and it was, It was pretty short-lived. I came back and, and you know, I, as, as painful as it was, I also just, just was exhilarated. But I connected with my neighbor and we started running together. She told me about a 5K, a local 5K um, that was literally down the street from me. And I attended that 5K and I actually placed in my age group. And I was terrified, um, terrified during my first race. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't even know if I can run an entire 3.1 miles. What's going to happen? It was just so completely brand new. Yeah. Um, but I ended up placing and I felt just so proud of myself. And it, you know, from then on, I decided right away, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go run a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And I, I just dived into it um so that was in september the 5k was in september the next race that i did was in november so i literally had less than two months to train myself from three miles to 13.1 i actually uh at the time when i ran the half marathon i had only run about seven miles so by the time i got into the half marathon I literally only had run half that had run half that distance, which, um, again, I, I'm not saying I did all the, the mistakes and I really learned the hard way, the hard way, but, you know, eventually I just, I just kept going. I kept practicing, I kept running and, and it's a skill that I really developed. You know, a lot of people told me, and started noticing the, the, the running community that I was in, started noticing that, you know, I did have a gift, mm -hmm. but talent is very different from, from skill. You know, yeah. you can be talented at something, but if you are not practicing it constantly and you're really just beating up on your craft, you, you know, you, you ultimately, 
you'll have a lot of difficulties really progressing past that that point where you know now it it becomes you're setting such high goals and you're setting such high standards that it really requires you no matter how talented you are to keep practicing over and over and over again and yeah. and ultimately you know i just went from half marathon to marathon and i was a marathoner for about 5 years and i competed uh in many races and then i i felt a little burnt out and I had a lot of friends in the running community who were trail runners, um, which I had, again, I had just swore to myself, like, I'm never going past 26.2. That's just <laughs> crazy, you know. And and eventually, you know, I I got so burnt out with the road races that I just thought, you know, I'm going to try this thing called trail running. I'm going to see what it's all about. And I just completely fell in love with it. and you know, today I'm training for a hundred mile or so, you know, and, and I know you've asked me, you know, how, how did it go from just using running to, to work on yourself to eventually now becoming a coach? It's, it's an amazing, amazing transition that I was able to do. I just became so passionate with the sport and what it had done for me. Um, that I just got inspired to help other people, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and truly I've, I've always had, uh, that desire to help others. I just never knew it was going to be through fitness and health. I, I always thought I was going to be a doctor and, and that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> so, you know, to me, this is such, um, such a self-discovery journey and it's so yeah. it's it's just such an amazing story for me to hear uh first of all because i i totally believe in the habit of doing those things that you need to do as a habit mm -hmm. that will take you to success or to where you imagine yourself to be or to where you might not even imagine yourself, but to actually un unfolding the, the full possibility of you. And I really believe in, in the habit being able to do that. Um, and it's funny because I, I also run, I don't, I'm, I'm not a marathoner. Um, the, the most I ran is a half marathon, but I started, mm -hmm. As you, as you said, I connected very well with what you said because it's this is how I started. I basically I have a a whole TEDx talk about that. But basically, I started running as a cure for my migraines, mm -hmm. and I was that made me run constantly mm -hmm. five kilometers twice a okay. week. But that was a good habit for me to have. And it was, uh, apart from the fact that it was helping me cure my migraines, it helped me run my first 10K and then my first half marathon. And then this is mm -hmm. how just training those muscles constantly as a habit helped me go to the next thing, which was the, the half marathon. Mm -hmm. So this is why I think for for you to to then out of this find 
find your tribe and actually going to the next step and then to the next step it was building it for yourself brick by brick Mm -hmm. and step by step absolutely yeah and when you love what you do you know you're not even thinking necessarily about the next step you're just in the moment you're enjoying it so much Mm -hmm. that you're just embracing it all and you know for me every race was you know another you know brick and I was literally just building that wall but you know I think that especially being a coach now when I when I work with people I see them often get so stuck because they're looking at the whole staircase. Yeah. They're looking at this huge wall that they have to climb and that's very defeating. And, and, and they start a lot of the times people will start their journey, you know, whether they want to lose weight or or they want to just start a new career or anything like that. They'll look at the amount of work that they need to do instead of, really focusing on, okay, what, how am I going to accomplish this? And in a way where I can truly, truly embrace it and enjoy it so that now I can enjoy every step of the way and I can start building that wall without even thinking about the entire wall. It's just one break at a time. Yeah. I think that's such an amazing, uh, recipe for success and it's something that I really focus on teaching my clients today uh, because again you know it's really by setting small goals and by staying focused on those small goals that you then let them compound into those bigger goals Mm -hmm. Um, and through the journey you just end up building so much confidence that you know, the growth just never ends. Exactly. And it's, so you pretty much, you you pretty much work with your clients the way that you did with yourself because you build yourself every step of the way and you, you also help yourself discover um, and maybe rediscover things about you. And so now it looks like you're, you're applying that on on your clients as well to to help them take these steps. Yes, absolutely. And and I do things a little differently to me, you know, emotional fitness is truly the key to success. And mm-hmm. I believe that you know with anything that you just decide to to start, whether you're starting a new business or you're starting a new weight loss journey, um, you know, whatever it is, if you are not ready emotionally, and if you do not create and work on very specific emotional skills, your journey is going to be really, really tough. Uh, it's going to be filled with a lot of difficulties uh, that sometimes if you don't have, you know, those skills, you know, built within your mind will often make you quit. And I see that a lot, you know, in the fitness industry. I see a lot of people 
starting and quitting and starting and quitting. And it's just Mm -hmm. a constant vicious cycle that is so discouraging. And um, unfortunately, you know, it happens a lot. So I have put a little bit of an emotional twist on my coaching Mm -hmm. because I believe that no matter what you try to achieve physically, there will be a time where emotionally you're going to be challenged. And if you don't have the skills necessary to get you through that spot, unfortunately, you're going to feel stuck or, you know, you're just going to quit. So for me, emotional fitness, you know, truly is uh, the key to the key to success. And it has been, you know, a, a, tr- a truly um, important piece of my coaching. Mm-hmm. And what would you say are maybe the top three skills in emotional fitness or how, how would you break down emotional fitness? So to me, emotional fitness is, is uh, just the, the ability to adapt emotionally to any situation, regardless of your circumstances. So, mm-hmm. you know, every day you're going to choose to focus on constructive emotions. And while you're letting go of, you know, self-limiting beliefs and what I call self-limiting beliefs and emotional traps. Mm-hmm. So, so many times, you know, we'll start, we'll get starting on a task um, and many times there are uh, self-limiting beliefs, which, mm-hmm. which really are, are acquired. They're built during our childhood. You know, we all go through different, um, child rearing years. We, we all have different situations and, but ultimately as adults, you know, we have formed certain patterns and certain emotions and, and, and certain values or beliefs that oftentimes are holding us back. So, you know, through the coaching, I often go through, you know, these limiting beliefs and emotional traps. And I, I really truly believe that when you develop awareness uh, to those uh, to those uh, beliefs, then it's it's really starting the work on okay, what can we do now to reverse um, the pattern, mm-hmm. so that now you can really keep moving forward and progress and and really achieve sustainable results because that's ultimately what everybody is looking mm-hmm. for. Um, the three top emotional skills that I have built, uh, through running. And I mean, you know, I mean, it's taken me years, I mean, years. It's not just something, you know, I mean, people, you know, talk about instant gratification. People want everything now. Exactly. I'm so happy you brought it up. Yes. And it, it just, it, to me right now is, is the most frustrating part of coaching is that people want it now. You know, it takes them 10 years to put on weight. It takes them 10 years, like years and years and years of just letting themselves go. And then suddenly they start on a new program or, or they start on the, on one of my training programs. It's like, ah, oh, you know, a month later, they're just frustrated. And, and, you know, they're like, huh, I don't see any change. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see the changes that I want. And I just, 
I, I talk about these emotional skills because again, if you, if you don't understand, if you're not aware that it is going to take time, yeah. that you know, it is going to take uh, resilience is, is a huge skill that I've built, you know, the capacity to recover from uh, pain, from disappointment, yeah. from, from just, you know, the thing is bottom line, when you start something, it is not going to go the way you planned. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared for that, um, you know, and and just that ability to be able to really recover from that, you know, uh, yeah. and to not just stay in that negative emotional space that is really not take you know bringing you anywhere to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, second skill would be patience. Patience is something that we all need more of, you know. I and I I don't believe that you get to a point where, oh, you know, I've, I've built enough patience, you know, and it's just like, I truly believe, you know, this, this ability to wait, to, to have faith, to shift our focus away from that feeling of instant gratification. I want it now. I want it when I want it now, you know, that, that is huge, uh, in, 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 in someone's, uh, success rate. And then, yeah. I think for me, apart from self-awareness, um, something that I've really learned to develop is gratitude. Mm-hmm. And some, you know, people laugh sometimes like, oh, come on, like you're going to talk about gratitude, really? But it's so important for anybody who tries to accomplish something to just feel grateful. I tell my clients all the time, when you're grateful, you don't have the time to feel angry to feel disappointed, to feel stressed. You're grateful. You live in the moment. You see all of the positive things that are happening in your life. And that's your ultimate focus. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just gone at that moment. And I truly believe that, again, is something that has to be uh, worked on. You know, you have to practice it. So every day, you know, I wake up. And the first thing I do is, you know, I come up with three to five things that I'm grateful for. And, and it's a practice that you just continue to, uh, you know, to, to do every day. It's, it's just kind of like brushing your teeth or, you know, mm-hmm. you wake up, you go to the bathroom. Hey, hmm, what are three to five things that I'm grateful for today? You start your day like that. It's a game changer. Yeah. And it's, it's interconnected to everything else that you just said. I mean, I like it. Resilience, patience, gratitude. And mm-hmm. it's that give yourself time attitude. Because it's that's what allows you to, to make time for the things that really matter to you. Because you know what those things are. And you allow time for those things to happen. It's not going to be rare there in the in the blink of an eye mm-hmm. and i i love it how you how you say that it it's um it's a matter of practice so it's okay waking up on this every day what are the five things i'm grateful for today it's mm-hmm. all about what you build for yourself what works finding out what does work for me what is the kind of practice that I need to have in place so I can do that and I don't allow myself to drop the whole thing once I started? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I say it all the time. We have options and we have this tremendous power of choice in our life, which many of us, you know, we, we sort of misuse a lot of the times, you know, we just unfortunately choose to think negatively or, or maybe choose to not do the right thing or just choose to stay comfortable and things like that, that can become really dangerous in our lives. That's true. Or maybe sometimes we even think we don't have a choice. That's, yeah, that's... I think that's heartbreaking. Yes, that's a whole nother level. And, and I, you know, I've, I've experienced all of these emotions. Uh, So for me, I, I understand the struggle. Um, But at the same time, and I was having a discussion uh, on Facebook because you know, I was talking about this, this victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And as much as I understand what it, what it's like and how difficult life is, you know, how painful it is sometimes, you know, so many people are struggling, you know, they struggle with anxiety and stress and just, there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now in the world. Um, I also have the understanding that, you know, the way out is truly to, to just step out of your own way. And, Mm -hmm. and, and when you understand that and you, you just pretty much, you know, you just get over yourself. Like you just have to just get over it. Uh, There's no other way. And, and it's a hard way. But it's truly the only way. I mean, there's no easy way in life. And and I think too many of us, we're looking for that easy way out. And unfortunately, it just doesn't exist. Um, It leads to very, you know, short-lived, short-lived results, unfortunately. Yeah. Which proved to be more like a dead end, not the way. So, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, but it's. Um, what I wanted to ask you, and um, we actually got there anyway, because I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned you went through a lot. And um, <laughs> so once you, okay, you started to do this, you started running and then you started running some more and then you became this endurance athlete and then you became sort of, because you mentioned you wanted to be a doctor, but actually now you do something that is okay maybe not doctor like medicine but it's almost there um did you ever want to give this up did you feel like just dropping the whole idea with you know running and coaching people and did you get tired i i i still get tired (laughs) okay that's good to know you're human, there, right? Yes, I yes, I am a human. <laughs> I'm tired, uh, very often. Coaching is difficult. Um, you know, one of the things that I've really struggled with is the fact that I've always had a giving heart, and I truly, I always believed from the moment that I was a little girl that I was meant to help others. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through all the different events in my life, uh, many of them 
completely just, you know, took me to my ultimate rock bottom. I realized, and I sort of built this now desire to help others was transformed into that intense desire that I never, ever wanted anybody to feel that amount of pain. And I, you know, I, I, as I went through, you know, my transformation and, and the years and years of building myself back and, and building my identity and, and all of this, um, you know, I, I really struggled many times because of that, just that desire to help somebody so badly. Mm -hmm. I started connecting with people who were going through some significant loss and I got so attached to those people and the circumstances that oftentimes it became really difficult for me to, uh, to understand how to let go. So this is, has been one of my evolutions as a coach and that's, that's truly really been what has always made me want to quit when I was in these moments that you so badly want to help someone, but they're just not at that point where they're willing to help themselves. Mm. You can lead a horse to the water, you can't make that horse drink. And that was just an intense, very, very significant realization for me. Uh, and to really um, build my mindset and just build uh, sort of, a, it's it's nearly like a skill that you have to acquire. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I've, I've, I've been taught that skill from other coaches and courses that I've taken and obviously like a lot of, you know, education that I've been through where you understand, you have that understanding that unfortunately you can't help everybody as much as you want to. But that has been really tough for me in my coaching career where you just, you have that desire to help somebody so badly, but there's nothing you can do. It's, it's has been just the most devastating part and truly has taken me through moments where I just, I, I wondered, like, I just, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I, there's, you know, you just, you just want to help so badly, but you're not able to. And, um, unfortunately, you know, it is something that, uh, you can't control. The only thing you can control is, you know, what you do and, and, you know, as a coach, you have to be understanding of the fact that some people are not willing to make that change. They're just not at that point. Um, that has always been a struggle for me, uh, because I don't understand how somebody would want to stay where they are, if they're mm -hmm. unhappy. Um, you know, I looked for, for, um, I looked for a way out my entire, you know, my, the entire time that I was yeah. suffering. I, I just, I kept, I was so stubborn. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and sometimes I wish more people were stubborn like that. So many people just give up and I just, you know, you just want to shake them and be like, you have so much potential. Look at you. You're amazing. You don't even see the, the, you know, the, the potential that you have, but I do. Yeah. I want you to mm-hmm. just do this, you know? So I, sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's really taking me uh, to a point where, oh gosh, you know, I have to figure this out, but I just, I'm so passionate about it that, that there's no way that I'll ever quit. It's really about, you know, me, it's, it's, it's a growing, um, curve mm-hmm. for myself. And I see it as, again, you know, you just keep evolving as, um, as a, as a parent, as a coach, as a yeah. teacher, as a mentor, you know, you just, the evolution never, never ends. And as you said, you, you build on your, on your patience as well. You, and on, okay, so they're not ready now. Um, let's just give them the time to get ready, to be Absolutely. ready. Yeah. It, it's tough. You know, it's, it's like, I've, 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 I've pretty much adopted the belief that there's no such thing as being ready. Mm-hmm. I believe that this notion of being ready is a complete illusion that we just create in our heads. And and a lot of people will get upset and offended when when I share this because, you know, it, it's like, well, what do you mean? There's no such thing as a, if I don't feel ready. I don't feel ready. Right. And and I truly believe that there is absolutely no such things. They're just limitations that we put in our heads and, and, and our minds are so incredibly powerful. We really create beliefs uh, in our mind. It's what we're doing, and um, you know, we have a good practice of actually creating these beliefs and um, keep doing that. <laughs> so there's the habit of of it, and mm-hmm. I think you know the the moment that we become aware of that, uh, that's when we can actually start to to work on it. But it's true that yeah, yeah you're, you're you're never ready, and um, for for anything, we always think, oh yeah, well next year I'm gonna do this and this and that, not now, tomorrow. It's it's always right. starting tomorrow yeah. or next week. And and you know the funny thing is that the the few times where I felt ready, you know, <laughs> it's just suddenly just everything seems to just fall apart, and you're like, oh my gosh, I totally was not ready, you know? <laughs> yeah, because you know what? You weren't ready for that. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't ready for what you thought you were ready for. Yeah, and and that proves the point that clearly it is it is just a mind a trap that that we you know we create you know and and it's. Ultimately, I truly believe that, you know, it, it, it's just the decisions that we make. It's a decision that we make to believe certain things, to, uh, to, to start, to quit, to do this, to not do this. I mean, they're, they're just decisions. They're just mere decisions that we make. And um, uh, for me, I've, I've been able to develop that mindset that, um, you know, it, 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 I've just become so open, um, mm-hmm. 
to to pretty much ever, anything in life. And when you have that, um, life just becomes this this amazing adventure. It's fun. It's just so much fun. <laughs> I think there's also a big step between deciding to do something right. and actually getting down to work and doing it and then actually doing it regularly enough for you to Absolutely. be able to see the difference that you want to see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so um, you've had definitely you build up your your skills along the way and it's funny how what you imagined yourself doing as a kid or maybe when you were younger being a doctor and then becoming um, health and wellness and emotional fitness coach as well uh, apart from building yourself up as an athlete then all of this is like an image of 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 somebody who always had this in the in the back of their mind uh this is what i want to do this is exactly what i thought i would be doing and for you it wasn't this way it was sitting down on your porch one day yeah. deciding that this is what you want to do um how do you make this transition from deciding by sitting on a porch to then taking action and to then improving and getting yourself there as a professional? What did it take for you? Yeah, as, as I started to run, the more races I did, the better I became and eventually I started working with coaches um, I had a coach for a very long time uh, probably most of my road running career I had the same coach probably about three years um, so it's it pretty much happened organically in a way where I was becoming great at what I was doing. I was improving, uh, in a, in a fast way. I believe that the main reason was that I was truly enjoying what I was doing. Um, as difficult as it was, uh, you know, just it's, it's physical exercise. So, you know, when you put yourself through intense training, you know, you definitely have to go through some, uh, you know, painful moments, oh, yeah. but, um, but I was enjoying what I was gaining from it. And for me, it was just that growth that, that was literally just pulling me. So a lot of times, you know, people would ask me, well, how do you get the motivation to get out? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I just love it. You know, I, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And, and I had such a passion that then I started, you know, people would start asking me, you know, Hey, you know, do, do you think you could help me with 
uh, with my running and I really was just doing it for free. You know, I was helping a few friends here and there and I noticed that I just loved encouraging mm-hmm. people. I loved supporting people. I loved helping people. And, um, then right after that, I just decided to become certified. So I got my certification and, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it at the time I was still married. And, uh, but you know, I, at least I had something and right after I got my divorce, there was a defining moment in my life where I had to decide whether I was going to go back to working at the hospital because at the time I, um, before I had children, I, um, had worked at a hospital as a lab tech, uh, I had to decide, you know, whether I was going to go back and work, you know, the nine to five at the hospital or um, whether I was going to, you know, take a huge risk and start building my Mm -hmm. business. Um, And of course, I just I jumped into uh, I jumped into the the fitness and uh, decided, you know what? I just want to I will really want to be home for my kids. I'm going to make this happen. Um. It it was just really a very chaotic time in my life. You know, it it sounds like sort of like this this dream story. You know that I just started this business and poof, you know everything happened perfectly. But it it actually wasn't like that. I struggled for years at uh, getting that business off the ground. I was working four to five jobs in the beginning mm-hmm. on top of building my clientele, my customers, and and I definitely had absolutely no business skills. So I had to just get out there and start getting those business skills. And, and for a long, long time, I was going through, you know, this extremely difficult and emotionally charging divorce that really did not enable me to focus on, you know, building the business. So, I mean, it, it, the, it was mm-hmm. chaotic. I mean, and that's even just putting it lightly. But, you know, through it all, I just, I knew that I was meant to do this. And I knew there was a way. And there was no way I was going to ever go back to, you know, doing that work at the hospital where I didn't truly feel that's where I belonged. Uh and and so I just, I worked hard. I just literally just hustled, you know, I mean, 12 to 14 to 16 hour days, uh, just working on my craft. And, you know, every single year I was not even growing my business in the beginning. My business wasn't yeah. growing. So, you know, I constantly had side jobs, but I was growing myself one of the things that people don't understand is that when you become an entrepreneur, it's not so much about building your business, you're building yourself. And, and of course you need customers in order for your business to survive. But in the line of work that I do, building yourself in, in your mindset skills and your communication skills, all of those things are so much more important than anything else and i was i was truly committed to doing that and and you know once i got to a point where things were sort of 
you know, settling down a little bit, um, I just, I continuously just kept looking further for, you know, more education. Okay. What am I lacking here? You know, I, I was, I just learned to be constantly solutions driven. Um, don't just look at the problem like, oh my gosh, it's a problem. It's an impasse. We, you know, you, there's nothing you can do about it. There's always something you can do mm-hmm. about it. Um, and, and, you know, through my, my running, I just build that strong mindset that literally, you know, I mean, I'm going to find a way. I don't, I don't care how many years it takes me. I'm, I'm just going to find a way. And, you know, my business is still growing, I sometimes slower than I want it to, but that's where the patients come in. You know, that's where you sometimes have to look at uh, what you're doing and why you're doing it, because that passion and that purpose is so much more important than, than anything else to, to me, yeah. at, at least. Um, and, and, you know, I've evolved. I mean, I, I used to have a, uh, uh, a, you know, a, a personal training facility, um, that I actually build in my own home. I have a, a private studio and I used to just do one-on-one training. And eventually, uh, you know, as I was building my mindset, I started to realize my goodness, you know, why is it that people are constantly starting and quitting and starting and quitting? And I started putting the pieces together and it's like, my gosh, you know, mindset mindset is so incredibly important um and i so i just i developed uh the relentless life project which is a a three pillar mindset Mm -hmm. coaching system that i created which i now started offering it's it's literally just in the um in the in the launch uh right now so it's very very um Mm-hmm. early uh early, you know it's 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 brand new but it, it's you know it's 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 an evolution that i that i'm enjoying so much um and just being able to bring value to people and continuously make new connections and and really share my story and encourage people to you know to take that step yeah um to to truly you know, just go for it. You know, if you're dreaming of something right now and you're not happy in your life, just, just start, just mm-hmm. take that first step. Um, you know, because life's, life's too short. I mean, you just, yeah, we all have an amazing potential. You know, I truly believe that. I think so many of us are just not tapping into that um, enough. As they say, a, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step absolutely Uh, but you need to you need to make it and see what happens Mm -hmm. i find your story very inspirational and i think um it's as you say you're you're an entrepreneur but you become an entrepreneur even you you you're not born an entrepreneur first of all you build yourself and we can we can all build ourselves uh entrepreneurs or not this is pretty much what we what we do in in our lives we we build ourselves one way or another um and i think your your story of becoming is um such an inspirational one and 
I'm sorry, we don't have more time. <laughs> and I need, I need to ask you one, one last question before we go. Uh, one thought of wisdom, a quote, your thoughts, a book, video, whatever it is that you want to share with our audience today. I'll probably share two things. Um, the first one is that very often it takes an overwhelming breakdown to create a breakthrough. And the second thing I want to share mm -hmm. is something that I have learned recently. I believe I sort of knew about it, but many times I was in denial about it. Or maybe I just didn't completely wanted to embrace that fact. Um, to conquer anything in life, you truly must be willing to embrace it. And that goes with anything in life. Once I understood that concept and I embraced that concept, uh, that you know, to achieve anything, you just have to embrace it. A lot of the times, many of the things that we want to achieve require a lot of effort. They're uncomfortable. They're mm -hmm. difficult uh, to achieve. And we constantly fight instead of embracing. Uh, that is just something I truly believe that we do as humans. We just you know, we fight, we fight the pain, we fight uh, the failures, we fight the mistakes, you know, instead of just truly embracing, embracing the pain, embracing the mistakes, and, you know, embracing it as just, just a part of the journey. It's part of, uh, it's, it's part of the lesson that we're meant to learn. And, you know, once I truly understood that concept, I stopped putting so much pressure on myself and looking only at the end result. Now you're able to focus on your journey mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how much time it'll take you to get to where you want to be because you're on your way and you're enjoying it. That truly has, you know, been a breakthrough in my life. And, and when I share this with people, I really hope that it makes sense because I truly believe that so many more of us would be going after our dreams if we really understood and, and embraced that concept. Because it allows you to to just go for it. You go for it and you you are so much more accepting of every single mistake, every single failure. You know, it's just part of the journey. It doesn't it it's not you know, failure is not fatal, right? Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that you know, now you just have to quit. No, you're just, okay, all right. So I made that mistake. Okay, well, how am I going to fix it? And then you just go to the next, you know? I say oftentimes, you know, failures are, are the stepping stones to your success. You have to go through them in order to get to that mm -hmm. successful point. And when you understand that, you know, everything you go through is 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 smooth in a way where even when you have those bad days you kind of flow through the bad day you're not constantly fighting it you know you're not wrestling with it you're like okay i'm having a bad day all right cool well i'm looking forward to tomorrow you yeah. know <laughs> and you kind of flow through it 
and it's just it's it's just it's it's a it's a it's a way of uh doing things and and just and i think it's more of a, a way to to be uh because again you're preventing yourself from doing 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 and just burning out um so you kind of let yourself glide through the process in a way um and it can be very uh comforting um especially when you're going through tough times yeah i love the concept of um getting through a process that and that being comforting um i love how you how you put it and thank you so much for for sharing this and thank you so much for the conversation today and for being here yeah. on the all personal podcast absolutely thank you so much uh for giving me that opportunity it was great thank you for tuning in again to the all personal podcast how about this transformative story I found the discussion today inspirational from beginning to end. This is after all a good example of why it's all personal and nothing is just business. What I'm taking with me is that yes, it is possible to sit on a porch and decide what you want to do with your life. That the roads we imagine as children intersect at some point with the roads we travel on as adults. That if, as a little child, you imagine yourself helping others as a grown-up, you don't have to become a doctor necessarily. Life can offer alternatives, and it's all about the choices that we make. I'm taking with me the fact that failure is just a stepping stone to your success and yes that sometimes it does take an overwhelming breakdown to create a breakthrough wishing you fantastic breakthroughs all personal of course until next time